the ghost by Easley Wintick. It was a dark and stormy night. I woke up to my window being open. A breeze came through my curtains. I had an urge to eat, so I went downstairs to get a snack. Halfway down the stairs, a whisper came from the wind. Rose, the wind seemed to scream. My feet felt glued to the floor. Goosebumps tickled my neck. I sprinted back upstairs. When I got to my bedroom, I took a breath. I looked around. My window is still open. I shut it with all my strength. In the corner of my eye, a girl in a white dress. Her eyes like the ocean. Once more, thunderstruck. Now she was gone. Chapter 1. Where are you? Who are you? I'm right here. I jumped into my bed, put the covers over my head, and screamed. Lightning lit the sky. I put the covers down my face. She was by a man now, his hand on her hand. The moonlight flickered on a diamond. I thought to myself, did they just get married? They started to fade away. A picture caught my eye. I looked at them, then the picture. Yes, the card. I run to my dresser. I open the card fast. Love, Mom and Dad. I turn to my bed. Mom, Dad, that's you? What? But you're in your bedroom, sleeping. I ran to their room and scanned the room. The bed had 18 pillows per neatly placed on the blue and white bed. Mom, Dad, where are you? Tears came down my face. Slowly walking back to my room into, into my covers, a girl started to appear. Go away. I don't need this right now. Leave me alone. A sound came from the end of my bed. Hermana, she called. I thought to myself, I have never heard someone call me that before. Rose, 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 my mom yelled, shaking my bed. I yelled, Mom, why did you do that? You were running up and down the stairs in your sleep while saying, Mom, Dad, don't leave me. Are you okay? Mom and Dad are still here. We will never leave you. She said with fear in her eyes, Go get some water. I did as I was told and went to get a drink of water. I turned the faucet on. And as I take a drink of water, I look in the mirror, my face with mascara from my eyes to my throat. How long was I crying? My mom came into the bathroom. You had a bad dream, didn't you? Yeah. Did I go to bed like this? Snot all over my face, mascara making my eyes black. Mom gave me a hug and left my room. Try to get a good night's sleep, okay? When my mom left, I looked at the mirror. There was a girl holding on to my shoulder. I brushed her hand off my shoulder. Leave me alone. I don't want you. I have nothing to do with you. Leave me alone. I know you want me to leave you alone. I want to leave you alone, but I need your help with something. The figure lurked through my hallway. Please. What are you talking about? Don't tell me it's something bad. Is it? If it is, I'm not doing it. It's not something bad. I look her in the eye to make it clear that I'm not doing anything bad. I swear, it's nothing bad. I, I, I need, need something from you? She stammered in fear. Say that again? I can't understand you. I need your help with something. Like what? In my brain, I was thinking of every bad thing in the world. My hands with pools of sweat. I walked closer to her. Seeing, seeing through her, I asked, 
Tell me before I regret this. Chapter 3. I stay up the rest of the night, which is only four hours. I do my homework and clean my room. I had one hour left, so I thought that I could take a nice hot shower. When I got out of the shower and got dressed, my alarm went off. I ran like bullseye so my mom wouldn't wake up. I can't wake her up. It's her day off, I whispered to myself. Rose, come downstairs for breakfast, my mom said. I thought to myself, no, she's up. I was supposed to make her breakfast. Come downstairs. I didn't smell anything. No bacon, no eggs, no nothing. I walked downstairs slowly, not sure why it doesn't smell like anything. I look at my mom. There was nothing on the stove nor the oven. She said, frustrated, I burnt the eggs, bacon, toast, and somehow the eggnog. I'm sorry. I tried. Does that help? I look at her disappointed. Today was the day to make her breakfast and try not to burn the house down. She said she ordered takeout from Sunny Sideways. She also said to be ready in five. So we left five minutes early than we were supposed to. When we got to Sunny Sideways, I ordered the best order we can ever get there. I got a number seven, including calabasas, eggs, toast, hash browns, and the best coffee ever, black coffee. Chapter four. I finally get to school with 15 minutes to spare. So I find my best friend. She is usually in the bathroom on the east side of the school, putting her makeup on to impress the boy she sh really likes. Maggie, do you really need that makeup on you? You're perfect the way you are. I look in the mirror, then back at her. She replies with the words of, Yes, I would do anything for him. Maggie, if he likes you for who you are, he would not want all that makeup on your face. And I kind of need your help with something. Like what? She asks with confusion. Okay, I have a person that needs help finding a person that, well, um, killed her in a car accident. Is your dad still a police officer? I look at my reflection in the mirror. The girl ghost was back again. Or has she been there the whole time? Her air-filled hands touch my arm and lipping out her words, tell her everything. I nudged her back in a way telling her I'm getting there. When I tell Maggie everything, she looks stunned, herself cemented to the floor, her face looking like clay that does not want to cooperate. I felt bad telling her now because she might laugh or tell everyone I know and don't know what I just told her. You can't tell anyone about this. Rose, you have been my best friend for the longest time. Do you really think I would speak about this to others? I wouldn't, and you know that. Chapter 5. The bell was about to ring for the end of the day. I have not seen my ghost friend for the longest time, so I think she figured out who killed her. Two minutes till the bell rings, I ask the teacher to go to the bathroom. When I do, there is a mirror right next to the stall. The weird but recognizable person showed up. Did you tell her everything? I started to talk when the ghost cuts me off and asks, did you tell anyone else? Did your friend tell anyone? Did you find the person that killed me? Was it a boy or a girl? Long or short hair? What, what were they dressed in? Where, 
Were they young or, well, old? What does their car look like? She asked so many questions in so little time. No, no, no. I don't know. Don't know that either. Don't know. Rude, but no. Don't know. I shift my body to the sink. Water! Water! She, she interrupts by saying, Why water? Water will clean my hands and my face from saying you! Why am I even talking to you? I don't even know your name. Brooke, she replied with a smile. Her name sounds familiar. I noticed that she had a dark brown hair with bright blue eyes. She was tall even though she was floating in the air. I thought to myself, she looks like a person in my family. There was always a photo of her in mom and dad's room, bedroom with a card that says, never text and drive. I look at her for one more good second. Are we related? Because there's a photo of you in mom and dad's room. I didn't tell you this before, but you are my young sister. When you were in mom's room, I was 16 and on my way to the store when someone texted me. I did not see what they texted me or who it was. All I know was I took one of my hands off the wheel and that's all I know what happened. Brooke spoke with tears in her eyes. Ding! The bell rang for the first time. I look at my phone. I had two minutes to get to Maggie's dad's car. I could not be late, so I got my books and backpack and ran. Chapter 6. When I got home, I went right to my bathroom to see if my sister was there so I can help her. I guess I wanted to help her because I have always wanted a sister. If there was a chance that she is and she's telling the truth, I wanted to take that chance. I look at the person looking back at me in the mirror. She got distracted in her sea blue eyes until, until I saw Brooke standing next to me. I stuttered for a second and I look at her. She looks like she had so much news to share. Why are you so happy? Did you ha find something out I don't know about? She replied with, no, but we have big news. Today's my birthday, and I'm 29. Now I get to go to the place to smash pumpkins. I wanted to go there for the longest time. But now that, well, look at me. I'm not a human, but I'm still going there. But it will be after hours. Happy birthday. Tomorrow is Saturday, and I was thinking we can go with Maggie to find out some clues. And I'm sorry that, well, I don't want to say it. Today was a new day, and it was now Saturday. I got out of bed to brush my teeth when my mom came into my room. She didn't see me, but she was storming around my room, throwing things around. I did not care anymore. She was would always do this in the morning to find something of mine to wear that day. I walked into the bathroom, my feet touching the cold floor. I felt a shock in my body of waking up. I, I went to my closet next, next to find what I was dressing in. I found shorts and a tank top to wear that day. I was off then on my bike. I first stopped at Maggie's house to get her. I asked her if she had a small mirror to tape onto my bike. She said yes, and we went off to find the first clue. Just then, Brooke's face filled the mirror. I asked, where were you when you were in the car accident? She replied with 96th Street.
We went there first to see what happened there. But when we got there, all we saw were was flowers on both sides of the road and photos of Brooke. People sat and crying. We went to the side of the road where we think she died. All we saw was photos, bears, crosses, and flowers in a bunch by a light pole. We asked a person nearby, do you know something about the car accident? She replied with, yes and no. I know the plate was 1V46J29HE. I was on the road when this happened, but the person that hit her had her windows tinted way too much. I could not see inside. She felt bad knowing that it was my sister, my sister that died. Thank you for telling me that. That helps that helps me a lot. I turned to Maggie and pulled her away from the woman I asked the question to. Maggie, do you still have that old license plate findy thingy? Yes, I do. We have it in our basement somewhere. I have not used it since I was three, but we can give it a try. We went back to our house. We could not find where it was for 20 minutes. But in a small corner hidden by blankets, there there it was. The big but easy to fit in a small place. There it was. Chapter 8. Maggie took it out of the corner and started typing 1B46 when she remembered that she was in the car with the windows tinted too dark. She did not want to tell her best friend that she is not her age and she was four years older than her. That her Mom was the one that was driving. Chapter eight and a half. Can I tell you something before we find out who killed your sister? I'm not your real age. I'm 17, and I'm really not who you think I am. And we don't need to find out who killed your sister. I interrupted with, what do you know, and why have you lied to me for my whole life? You, you, what do you know? I stood up with rage in my body. Tell me, now, tell me. She stood up and put her hand on my shoulder. I shoved her, arm, her hand off my arm. I had tears in my eyes again. She opens her mouth trying to, to say something, but nothing came out. Just a big O was there. A few seconds later, she, had, she said with tears in her eyes, you, you know how I don't have my mom any more she stopped for a second my mom was the, the one who killed your sister i looked like i just saw a scary movie and i was the main character you can't be serious you have to be joking you said that your mom didn't die she left you and your dad i stopped talking my bff lied to me ever since i was little that makes no sense that we go to the same school same grade but she should be in high school. The words, she lied to me, kept going through my brain. I'm done with you. I thought we told everything, all our secrets, even the ones we couldn't say, but we still did. Don't say anything. I'm done with you. I'm never going to talk to you again. I ran home as fast as I could. I did not want to see her again. Three hours later, I went to the mirror in my bathroom. I called Brooke. I have bad news for you. She appeared fast. 
I thought in my head how I was going to tell her what happened. Tell me you won't do anything to the person that did this to you. I won't. Why? Tell me you won't do anything. I stopped for a second. Brooke, Maggie's mom killed you. It was not on purpose. It was on an accident. I'm guessing that her dad cleared her name. He's a cop. I'm so, so, so sorry this happened to you. Me and Brooke talked for hours on end get to get to know each other. But the one question I still have is, is she really my sister?